Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 395. Um, thank you for tuning in, guys. I hope you're all well. This week, I'm joined by KSI, and I loved this chat. Um, I'm really excited for a lot of you to hear it, because I think a lot of people have preconceived ideas of YouTubers, like, not even KSI specifically, really. In case you, you, you don't know, KSI is a YouTuber. He blew up as a YouTuber. He's about to release, or when this came out, he maybe have just released his, his second album as a rapper and singer. He was kind of the first to do the YouTuber celebrity boxing. We talk about that against Joe Weller and then against Logan Paul twice. And yeah, we get into it all. I've never had any interactions with KSI before, so I wondered how this would go. I'll be real with you. I kind of logged in. It had been moved a few times and we weren't sure if it was going to work. And every time it got moved, I thought, well, maybe it's not Maybe it's not going to be the right fit. But I loved it. I thought it was a really good, interesting guy. Yeah, I think you'll get, you're going to enjoy this. If this is your first time ch- tuning in, check out the back catalogue. Other, other rappers I've had on, let me think. I've had Dizzy Rascal, Kano, Getz, Wretch. K Tempest, Roots Maneuver, Mike Skinner. If we're going over America, Killer Mike. You know, B Dolan, Sage Francis. Who else? LP. So both of the the Run the Jewels boys. Um, I've had loads. I've had loads. Action Bronson. Yeah, just tons. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to stop rambling and get into the podcast because it's a good chat. If you want to support the podcast, um, head to my a record label speech development records.com we've got music we've got cds we've got vinyl we've got dvds but we've got a ton of merch as well whole different ranges every item of clothing you can imagine but with good good designs and good sh- shit on there and that's for me for the podcast for the label there's a whole range of things over there um and also you can obviously go patreon.com forward slash scroobius pip Uh, Let's get on with the podcast. This is episode 395 with KSI. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. I don't know if you want that much energy the whole time, bro. <laughs> All right, right, let's get get going. Right, I'm here with KSI. How are you, man? Yes, very good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How have you been over this 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 kind of period, creatively, emotionally, mentally? What's been going on? I've been. You know what? I don't know if this is going to be weird to say. I've definitely had my ups and downs, but most of the part of this whole pandemic, lockdown, etc. I've been good. You know, I've been, you know, high spirits. I was able to release my first album, Dissimulation, last year. And, you know, that did well. You know, and I'm now releasing my second album all over the place in July, July 16th. And, you know, being able to work on all these songs throughout the pandemic and just putting it out for people to, you know, enjoy and be entertained by it. Yeah, it's it's been cool. And, you know, I've also been working on my fitness making sure you know boxing wise uh my technique is on point uh making sure uh i'm healthy uh eating good 
you know, finding time to do YouTube videos as well, uh, you know, with my friends, Sidemen, as well as just on my own channels and just really, you know, just, you know, taking opportunity, taking this opportunity. I felt like this was a huge opportunity to really, well, accelerate past everyone else because I felt like a lot of people, you know, were struggling with this whole pandemic, didn't really know how to adapt, didn't really know what to do with this whole situation. So a lot of people just didn't really do anything and just relaxed and chilled. Whereas I saw this as a way to really push my brand and really explode and really, you know, overtake as many people as possible. And uh yeah, I just grinded and I thought, I said, yeah, this is it. This is the time to just work hard and really solidify my spot in, you know, the YouTube world, the TV world, the music world, all these different worlds. You really, you know, put my stamp on it and show that I am a force to be reckoned with. Do you think coming up as a YouTuber prepared you for this kind of situation? 100%. Because so much of it, you've got to be self-motivated. Like when you start a yeah. YouTube channel, n- n- no one is asking for your videos. Yeah, like No yeah, one is demanding yeah. this. So you have to be self-motivated to build your own content mm. and build your brand. And I think people who have worked in any job where you've got a, b- a boss or a structure telling you what to do, probably yeah. understandably, struggled massively at the start of this because everything's changed and there's no one saying here's what we need you to do next whereas people like yourself and and any kind of creative industry where you're self-employed as as such you're used to going all right well here's what i'm going to do next i couldn't do that so i need to fill this gap i don't really yeah take a breather yeah it was it was crazy like i remember um around last year march my calendar was stacked with yeah. just things that I was that I had to do uh, we were going to work on and then as soon as the pandemic hit and the lockdown happened everything was white empty and yeah. I was like wow I have just so much time now to myself so I thought oh, okay cool let's go let me just post a load of YouTube videos let me just work on a load of music let me just go outside and you know go on runs and train and Excella work on work on my technique boxing wise and you know look at YouTube videos on how to improve my form, etc. Just I, I just saw it as an opportunity to really progress in my career and I think that's one of the reasons why I've done so well during the pandemic. You know, I, yeah. you could arguably say I've blown up during the pandemic. <laughs> And uh, it's I've really just taken advantage of the whole situation. And, you know, don't get me wrong, it's it was a terrible situation. And I definitely had a lot of lows because, because of it, you know, not being able to see my family really stressed me out and, you know, angered me at several points. But uh, I had my girlfriend, I was talking to her um, through, you know, either phone, the phone or we would... Um, watch things together online yeah, yeah, and yeah. do all these things just to, you know, keep our sanity there and just to make sure I'm always talking to someone. But during that, I was able to also just work and you know, that took my mind off it yeah. a lot, you know, just getting down and just working hard. Yeah. Just- I think, I think you're completely right that a lot of YouTubers, I think have blown up during the pandemic or at least transferred over into more m- m- mainstream consciousness and it, part of that is because they already had the, the setup for all this. Yeah. As everyone was scrambling again, how do we work from home? How do we talk yeah, to people? How do yeah. we record? YouTube was like, 
have you seen my studio in yeah, my bedroom? Yeah, yeah. Or, I've been you know, doing this. I've been doing this for, for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it kind of it set it set it up perfectly, and I think I think there's been a level of it's like I've I've seen it with podcasting in recent years because I got into podcasting years ago after I was I was a rapper for years, and then I moved yeah. into podcasting and acting. And podcasting took a while for people to respect it. For ages, people were like, ah, oh, it's just you're just chatting. It's not a real job. It's not yeah, like it's, yeah. it's not radio or whatever. And YouTube is one that's had that as well. Where for a long time, YouTube and Twitch, people would be like, oh, what you can make money from playing computer games? Yeah, can you from yeah, doing this? Yeah. And that? It's like, well, why have we built a society where we don't consider it a real job unless we hate it? Do you know what I mean? Unless we've got a a boss that we hate or someone we moan about we don't consider it a real job as soon as jobs come up that you're like like we do it with sports people celebrities all sorts of stuff you go it's not real work though is it well yeah they're working their asses off and it happens to be something that they enjoy and have done off their own back it should be celebrated i mean yeah and you know i i hundred percent believe it is real work because you know during the pandemic we needed to be entertained yeah like entertainment is so important and it showed with the lockdown, like we were forced to be at home and a lot of people weren't able to go to the cinema or go outside to be entertained and, you know, go to a bar or anything. They had to be stuck indoors and they had to do everything indoors. So a lot of people were like, oh, what do I do? Oh, I guess I'll go on Netflix. And, you know, you've got actors and, you know, musicians and, do you know, doing stuff there. So people go, oh, that's not a real job. But I guess it is because now you're entertaining yeah. these people who don't, who don't, who say it's not a real job. Same with, um, YouTube. You know, people, a lot, YouTube views went sky high because a lot of people were like, well, what do I do now? What do I watch? Oh, yes, YouTube's there. Let me watch a lot of YouTube. TikTok is, is another one. Yeah. People were like, oh, well, guess I'll just go on my phone and just look at TikTok, you know, and all these other platforms, people were just trying to figure out what to watch, what to be entertained by, what to take their mind off the whole pandemic being a thing so you know any of those people who say it's not a real job 100% is and they don't know what they're on about <laughs> I completely agree the hours that you put in there's a meme going around at the moment and I've got my issues with it but it's saying um I didn't want a nine to five so now I work 24 7 and it is it's 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 the creative yeah. thing where we're all like I started doing all the things I do because I didn't want a real job yeah yet I now work harder than any yeah any shop work I did, any exactly. f- f- factory work I did, but but before, like I do, I do want to talk about y- you starting out. But I want to also just quickly ask: Are you making sure you're putting time aside for you and to rest and recoup? Because I also know that in any self motivated world, there's always a fear that if you're not working harder than everyone else, you're going to fall behind, you're going to be forgotten. And that can be a detriment of your mental health, of your mm. social health, of your friends and family. How are you in that respect? Are you are you decent at going, look, actually, I need some space here. I need to take some time. Well, you know, for me, life is about balance. And yeah. I feel like it's so important to work hard and to play hard as well. So with me, I always find time for breaks. You know, I have always right. find time to see my girlfriend i just find time to see my family i always find time like like i have a whole schedule i have everything you know laid out and if i need to see my parents i go parents and i put it in i block it in and no one yeah. can put anything in there and you know if i need to go away to you know be with my girlfriend i'll put away with girlfriend etc to see her and 
I feel like it's important to make sure you keep everything, you know, in balance, whether it's training, working out, or whether it's um, eating well, sleeping well, you know, you've got to treat your body right. You need to treat your body like it's a tool. It's a tool that you want to make sure it works at the best of its capabilities. So the best way to do that is to treat it right. So, you know, I don't smoke. I don't um, do drugs. I don't do any of that. I have a, you know, a little bit of alcohol here and there, or, you know, I enjoy myself, but I don't go crazy. You know, I'm not getting flat out drunk. Well, most of the time, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> every now and uh, then. <laughs> yeah, every now and then, you know, but you got I guess, enjoy yourself a bit. But, uh, you know, I'm always making sure that, you know, I'm keeping myself healthy. And yeah. uh, I know how important it is to not burn out. And I think that's why, you know, I've been doing this for 10 plus years. And people wonder, how do I, how, how am I still able to keep going? And it's because of, you know, I keep everything at balance. I yeah. balance everything out, man. And it's so important. I, everyone just thinks, oh, they see me working all the time and they just think I'm just working 100%. Uh, no breaks in sight. And that's, that's, that's just not how it is. Yeah. You have to have breaks. You 100% have to have breaks. I, I love to hear that. And I love hearing the, the putting it in your, in your calendar, in your schedule. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. rather than going, I need to make sure at some point I see my parents soon or whatever else. It's like, no. Yeah, because then I never do. Then, then it's I'll never Thursday do. at this time. And it yeah, might sound exactly. clinical, but it's the way you've got to make it work in, in, in your world and your situation. I love hearing yeah. that. So, yeah. so when you were, a kid you grew up in in Watford right yeah yeah were your family supportive of you of you creating and becoming a YouTuber because again at that point you were of the first wave kind of thing of of in the UK at least of really big YouTubers so at that point it wouldn't have been looked upon as a potential oh this could be his job or his career Mm. were they supportive or were they like all right let's let's ease up on your on your YouTube time yeah. or whatever. Like, how'd that work? No, nah, they weren't supportive at all. Like, <laughs> they hated it. They Understandable hated it. though, right? Like, no, you can no, see no. at that so point, got, that so makes sense. Think of, it, think of it like this, you know, but, you know, I'm the first generation in this country. You know, my parents both were from Nigeria. My dad was born in Nigeria. My mom was born in England, but then she went back to Nigeria for several years. And then, you know, they both eventually came back to England and, you know, they had hardly any money. They worked super hard to uh, get to the point they got to. And then, you know, they met Im- each other, blah, blah, Immigrant blah. mentality, man. The work ethic and the drive to go, right, we've made this choice for our family. We're going to make it work. Again, it's yeah. what pisses me off in the media when everyone talks about migration, all these other things as a negative. It's like, no, that's that's the drive. That It takes yeah. insane drive and focus to to make those huge changes. Well, yeah, like my, you know, my dad had to work like two jobs. My mom had to work two jobs just to afford to maintain the family that they had, yeah. you know, to be able to even get me and my bro into a private school, like took so much time of that time out of their hands. Like they had no time to enjoy themselves. Really. They yeah. were just working all the time. And, it, you know, looking back now, it was crazy. The hours that they were putting into uh, you know, that we hardly ever got to really see them or we hardly ever really got time to have a bonding, you know, bonding moments. It's just because they're always just working. You know, they were in so much debt because they were just taking out loans after loans after loans just to be able to afford to put us into 
these private schools, et cetera, to hopefully, you know, get us to be a doctor and a lawyer. So then for me to then just chuck that all the way and yeah. say, oh, I want to just be a YouTuber, you can understand the frustration. Yeah. You know, they've yeah, worked get it. to this point to put, you know, put all their all into something. And then for that, something to just go, nah, nah, I want to do this now. It's, yeah. yeah, it drive, dro- it drove them insane. So, what area of medicine is YouTube? Is this, am I missing something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. what, what, what are you doing here? What do you mean, a YouTuber? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was ridiculous. So, they, they were just angry. And the amount of times I was just playing games all the time, and they were just, the amount of times they would just turn off the Xbox and just be like, what are you doing? And shower, shouting at me, and just be like, kill that. Why are you always on your game, huh? And just, <laughs> just pissing them off. Yeah. And yeah, I got to the point. I remember they, uh, one of my laptops, they, like, my dad just dashed it. <laughs> like, oh, uh, cause I was just always just playing games and he was just so angry. And he's like, just study. Like, you know, we've put all this time and effort and you just don't want to study. So yeah, it took, uh, it took a lot of convincing. And, you know, when I decided I wanted to do YouTube full time, they were just like, oh, whatever, it's your life. Do you? We'll see, yeah. whatever. It's going to be uh, a phase. You know? Yeah, yeah, It's going to yeah. be that feeling of it's a phase, you'll get over this. Well, I mean, they just, yeah, it was one of the ones where they knew they couldn't, they couldn't stop it. So they were just like, at a certain point, they had to just, I guess, embrace it. And, you know, once they saw that, I was serious about it. And I was working hard and, you know, I was making good money. You know, they started to become really supportive. They didn't understand it still, but they really, you know, were very supportive. And, you know, now they just, they're so proud of me. And, you know, they're proud that I was able to defy what they wanted. You know, I was able to stand up against them and be, and just say, no, I want to do this thing. I mean, you know, this is what makes me happy and I want to do this. And for them to understand that, you know, it took a long time, but eventually they got there and, you know, they were proud that I was able to do that. Yeah. Uh, When you pour like a a drink on the ground, it'll all flow in one one direction. And every now and then a little bit will break off. And that's the hardest bit to do. It's easier to flow with the rest of it. And then a little bit will break off, but that can build bigger and bigger and bigger. And that feels like you're kind of root there there would be that fear at first oh he's breaking off like what's going on and then yeah the more you've gone on the more you've you've you've, you've plotted your own course there so who were kind of who were you a fan of in those early days because i said you were early on in it i know there was some youtube or youtube was around and content yeah. was there but it was for a long time it felt as a, a secondary platform rather than a primary platform there'd be some youtube stuff of a tv show or of this or of that who kind of influenced you early on like was it youtubers or was it mainstream media or no what? no it was youtube so a lot a lot of people won't um what well, i mean youtubers slash well I'll, I'll say so childish Gambino was yeah. one um yeah. you know he he a lot of people don't know that he he i think he i believe he started on youtube he had a group with um Another two people, I forgot what their group is called, but they would make funny skits yeah. uh, on YouTube and post that. And I, you know, I was inspired <laughs> by that and I thought it was hilarious. There was other gamers as well, YouTube gamers like Hutch, C Nanners, uh, Blame Truth, all these other Zergrids, all these other early YouTubers, you know, the, the true first generation YouTubers who um, made content online. I was inspired by it. even, you know, one of my good friends, Zerka, Josh, 
you know, was one of the first generations. And, you know, I remember just watching his videos and being like, oh, I want to do that one day. So, yeah, I just worked on it and uh, it inspired me. And that's one of the reasons why I, you know, I decided, yeah, I want, I want, I want to do that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, even, even with the, the music side of things, like, I, you know, I saw someone like Tyler, the creator, and seeing his, how he blew up from, you know, old future to being the person he is today. And, uh, uh, Joji as well, another person that has done super well. Uh, Troy Sivan, another person who's done well from YouTube. All these people who have, you know, come from YouTube to be, you know, huge musicians have been inspiration. So for me, I was like, you know, I see all these people, you know, who've, started from YouTube and then branch off to do other things and kind of forget about YouTube. I was like, you know, I want to be the first that was able to have YouTube and still be able to do music and still be able to do all these other things like boxing, et cetera, while still maintaining a YouTube audience. Because I still feel like it's so important to have that core, that core YouTube audience that, you know, I started from because for me, it's, I see it as, Let's say if um, my YouTube is the core on Earth, so Earth is the whole like is everything, and the core, the you know where everything is happening, where all gravity etc. is happening, it starts from YouTube. Without mm-hmm. YouTube, I can't do anything. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. nothing. So I I felt like for me to just forget about YouTube and just move off to music or move off to boxing or whatever, it's just one of the dumbest things to do. So I'm always maintain me, you know, posting videos on YouTube because it's the best way for me to reach my audience. It's that easy connection. It's so simple. Like, you know, I've created this, this platform that allows me to reach my audience so easily compared to other platforms. And that you're in control of, like it's your platform. You're not having to go through other mediums or this kind of thing. It's yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's very Mm. important. And that's why I always maintain being able to still do YouTube. I love it because it also proves that it's not a stepping stone. Again, there's comparisons with with YouTubers and Twitchers and Mm. podcasters in that it's always seen as a stepping stone that, oh, you should have a TV show or you should do this. I've been offered radio shows. I've not taken them because of the freedom on my podcast. Mm. I'm the only boss. Like, yes. I run this shit. It's it's yep. literally I can choose who's on, who's not, all this kind of thing. Whereas anywhere else you go, and there's the, there's positives and negatives, but one of the negatives will always be you have to start making concessions to someone else. So you can want to do a million other things, mm. but it's not that it's at the cost of that one that's your baby and your yeah, it's your yeah. platform and and your audience. But I mean, speaking of that, we're in a unique era where your hard work in one realm can be transferred to at least attention in another realm. And we've seen it obviously with boxing with the Paul brothers r- recently, but you were doing that, that back in the day with, with a Joe Weller. And again, yeah. it's mad that Logan Paul has got three fights on his record and two of them are you. The other one is Floyd Mayweather. You're you in good company there, man. You must be, yeah. <laughs> that must be nice to be like, yes, yeah, it's, it's me and Floyd are the, are, the, are the two people that have stepped in there. What made you want to go in that, in, in that world? And you spoke about continuing training in, in lockdown. Yeah. So it, it started, it started off with Joe Weller. So oh. Joe Weller was fighting a guy called Theo Baker. So they're both YouTubers and uh, they had uh, like a little play fight. Joe Weller won and I said I'd fight the winner, but I said it as a joke. 
And then after Joella won, he just kept going in on me, you know, making video and videos on me saying like KSI's a pussy, he doesn't want to fight me, etc. And you know, I, I I was telling him like, bro, it was just a joke. I didn't really want to fight. I, you know, I have no fighting background. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't in shape. I had a bit of a belly. I, I I didn't really work out. I was just you know trying to enjoy myself. And then for me to just be thrown into the deep end because of you know the public scrutiny, yeah, it really just wow. Well, yeah, it was it was a lot to deal with. Even just getting, I remember like getting into the ring for the first time and just getting beat the fuck up, man. It was mad. Yeah. Like it, it, it was horrible. I had you know my knee was up and everything. I was like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Because it's, you know, no one likes getting punched in the face, especially with the first time. I was like, this is terrifying. But I'm not a person that gives up, man. I'm not a person that, you know, will just back out of anything. So I was just like, I was like, screw it. I'm in. Let's go. I'm going to put in that work. I'm going to put in extra work. You know, I did my boxing lessons and then I would do extra running on top of that to make sure that I won. You know, I didn't want to be seen as a loser. I just... The idea of me losing is just doesn't compute my brain. Mm. And I know the only way to stop me from losing is to be afraid of losing. I have a huge fear, fear of losing. And the way to combat it, combat that is by working so hard to make sure every stone is on turn. So that when I get in the ring, I'm there like, yeah, I've done everything. And I know I've put in more work than you have. That's just it. And that's the mentality you have to have. And, you know, you'd be surprised how much, you know, how you can, how much you can push your body, man. How, you know, mentally you can really push yourself physically, how much you can push yourself. And, you know, with boxing, I really did that. It really pushed me to the limit and then beyond. And um, for me, I get a lot of inspiration from anime. Yeah. You know, from Dragon Ball Z yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to um But the problem uh, is, bro, in, 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 in those it's a montage. You're having to live the the full edit. Yeah. You don't yeah, get yeah, to yeah. just That's, do the montage yeah. of the training. Yeah. It's like this 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 three minute cut of all the way. It's like, oh no, you've done the full the two hour version of it. It's yeah, not it's yeah. not as fun, right? No, it's definitely yeah. there's no uh yeah, there's no fillers. It's like I am doing every single thing. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's a lot of work, but you know, I, yeah, I, I, I put it in, man. You just have to. And, you know, that's why I won against Joella. And that's why I won against Logan Paul. And, you know, even with Logan Paul, the technique wasn't there. I, you know, it was scrappy, but the dog mentality, yeah. the will to win, even when I got knocked down, I still was the person pushing the pace and making sure I won the fight. So, you know, for me, losing is just not an option. And, you know, when I next fight, I've been working on my technique to make sure that I really knock people out now. You know, yeah. I'm at a point where I have the power. You know, I, I've always had the power to knock people out. It's just the technique has always been my downfall. So now that I've got the technique on point or, you know, I'm getting to that stage where my technique is on point, I'm able to really use my legs and, you know, reach my opponent and really dig in with my shots and, twist my, you know, twist my fist, et cetera, and really, you know, cre- you know, cre- create that, um, really use my body 
when it yeah. comes to um fighting and you know all the power being for my legs and generating that power yeah like you know from now on i want to just be knocking people out yeah left right and center yeah yeah i, I it. think it's it's time and you know i think for me what i focused on a lot was just fitness yeah. making sure i was fit because if i was always fit than the other person I would always be able to be there. Like yeah, whether I yeah, get knocked yeah, yeah. down or, you know, as long as I'm fit, I'm able to just get back up and just outwork my opponent. Whereas now it's like, I know I've got the fitness in the bag. Now let's work on the technique, making sure whenever I get in that ring, you know, they're just afraid of me because yeah. they know at any moment I could just hit them with an overhand right and just knock them clean out or, you know, I'll switch to Southpaw and then hit them with a mad hook and then come through with an orthodox right hand, et cetera. And just, yeah, just quick, quick, yeah, just, you know, I've been working a lot of my technique. So I wanted to make sure I, like I'm as good as possible. And that's what I've been doing during the whole pandemic. Uh, just working on my technique and making sure. That's what was good to hit. That's what was good to hear when you mentioned it at the start there. Cause a lot of people get annoyed at the whole, celebrity boxing thing that's going on at the moment because people in their eyes are getting a shortcut to big paydays yeah. i'm 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 in a weird place with that because i'm a huge fan of of mixed martial arts in general and all mm. all martial arts but all martial arts are about doing reps like getting your yeah. reps in it's repetition, all about repetition repetition yeah. repetition, yeah. repetition and the fact is a lot of these celebrities or whomever who are stepping mm. in have got the time and money to fast track. Like mm. the, 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 they're not just getting a couple of ses- sessions in after work. They can be doing every day. I'm getting my reps in. So there's a genuine, the work is being done. And again, mm. people argue, yeah, but they're getting these big paydays. Like, well, that's because the audience are there. If people exactly. want to pay it, I always, it always annoys me with footballers is people mm. say, oh, they're not worth or what they get paid. So, well, they are like, no one's paying them out of ch- charity you yeah. can argue it's stupid that we put so much money and focus on sports rather than the nhs or yeah. any of these other things but you can't say they don't earn it because literally no football club is going just to be nice i'm going to yeah, give you yeah. a million a month it's like, no it's because that's the revenue that they bring in S- same with these huge boxing matches but yeah i think the thing that people overlook and we see it with Jake Paul, I mean, maybe more than Logan, no disrespect, but, but you know, he's building some good technique. He's building into a decent boxer. So what's your plans going forward? You're putting in this work. Have you got more in mind in that, in that um, world? Well, you know, I, you know, I, I linked up with the um, Wasserman and the Sowerland brothers mm. uh, to create my own promotion, boxing promotion company. Yeah. You know, I want to be setting up fights as well as being uh in the fights that i'm setting up yeah. you know i want to move like money mayweather man yeah. like yeah. i know there's a gap in the market people want to see entertaining fights you know entertainers like online social media stars fighting each other and you know i know a lot of these uh, social media stars you know put in that work it's not like they just get a paycheck and they just walk in because it, it's embarrassing, you know, being a loser and then having someone just telling you you're a loser the whole time. Like it sucks. And it's, it takes, it, it's, it's not a nice place to be in. So that's why I know how important it is to always maintain being a winner. Like with boxing, 
um, if you're just a normal boxer, you lose, it's like, okay. Or even with UFC, you lose, it's yeah, like, okay. On to the next you know, one. You, on to the next one. Whereas with so, you know, social media, look at Nate Robinson. He lost and he became a meme and he's a laughing yeah. stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Same with um, uh, Ben Askren. He yeah. lost, became yeah. a meme. Laughing stock. Everyone's making jokes left, right, and center. And it's one of those ones where, you know, even with all these social media stars, whenever they fight and someone gets knocked out or loses, bro, it's huge. Like it's a huge deal. Like you're, it's, it's kind of like you lose a bit of an audience because of it, because you've lost that. And like, it's kind of slows down your progress in the whole social media space because you lost a boxing fight. That's why there's so much, you know, that I feel like there's so much more on the line with social media stars compared to actual boxers because it's just their career with boxers. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Whereas with social media, like <laughs> you win some and it, it, you know, it takes you to a completely different space. Yeah. It's, it's, it's built up as one-offs in the social media oh, yeah. thing. It's built up as, as one-offs. Like I know, I guarantee that the, the Ben Askren hasn't thought twice about becoming a meme because He's had that career where he's, mm. you know, that's that's the world. It's win and lose, but well, but now now people just, you know, Ben Astor's got an amazing career. Yeah, like yeah. you know, he's when it, you know when it comes to grappling and all of that yeah, MMA, yeah, yeah. he's insane. But most kids will now think Ben Askren, oh, that guy who got that guy got knocked out, yeah, Jay Paul, and Bo, his whole legacy is probably ruined because of that moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. and think of it, how crazy is that, bro? And like, for me, when I beat Logan Paul, bro, look how my music career just took off. Yeah. Like in a different space, you know, of all these Americans and now, you know, talking about me. Yeah. And in England, I properly blew up. And now, you know, all the time I've got singles in the top 10 every single time. Look how much it's done from just me one, you know, winning a fight. It just shows like this social media box what people put on means it means a lot bro it's a lot it's a lot on the well, line well let's talk about the uh, the music then because that's a huge part like how have you found your journey into music because rap is an area that isn't always an open door isn't always yeah, the most yeah. welcoming particularly people coming from areas that aren't music but people mm. might, might not be aware that you were rapping like in school and you would yeah, you've yeah. always been doing this it just happens that something else t- took off and now you've got to to kind of put your again put your reps in. So how was that initially at the start? The kind of the the reaction and the maybe skepticism. Gambino has talked about it. Um, yeah. While these black rappers got a wax on, I don't know. I I just know that I'm the best one. Is you know he had it at the start because he was seen as a an actor stepping into rap, but yeah. he overcame that and became one of the most credible in the fucking world. So, well, I, I, you know, for me, I think it kind of makes me work harder, you know, to a point where I'm like, I feel like I have to work harder than, you know, the Storms is the Daves, the Freddos, etc. like to really, you know, put a stamp on the idea that I am up there with one of the best musicians in the UK. And I have to put in the work. That's just it. And uh, yeah, obviously I think because of my background, because I went to a private school, I know a lot of the um, a lot of the of that scene doesn't, you know, I guess fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I guess because you know I didn't start off from the streets, etc. And because you know, 
it's, it's, it's mad that, again that earlier you mentioned Gambino as an inspiration on YouTube because there's a mirror image there like Gambino struggled because yeah. he wasn't from the, from, from the that world and all of that and, yeah yeah you know he had to fight through to go no look but look what I can do look look how yeah yeah look who and I am. What, ultimately like I enjoy making music and you know I don't care what anyone thinks I don't care what anyone says I'm going to do what I want to do no matter what and uh yeah like even you know, with how I am with music, like I realized like just being myself is the best way to be, man. Like it's just easy. Like there's no point in me trying to be a hoodlum or a gangster or, you know, be something I'm not. I am who I am. I'm a geeky nerd who, you know, talks about relationships, talk talks about uh, you know, making up in the ladder of uh the social media world, etc. and just telling people my journey. Um, you know, my ups and downs, et cetera, just making music about that, about my life. That's just what, you know, makes sense for me. And um, yeah, you know, whether people like it or not, I don't really care, really. Like, you know, it's just how I am. And, you know, a lot of people say um, that I'm like the whitest black guy ever. And I just go, okay, whatever. Like, maybe, maybe I am. Like, you gotta remember where, where I've been brought up. You know, I went to Berkhampstead. There was hardly any black people there. It was just full of, like, white people. And, you know, I've just grown up with that crowd. And, you know, know, it's just just how it is with with me. That's just how I've been brought up. And that's the world I've been been in. And I guess from there, I've just decided, okay, cool. Like, that's who I am. Let me embrace it. Let me just... And I think that's why I've done so well, because I've just embraced who I am. And I think there's a lot of like black people who are in similar positions who feel like they have to try and, you know, when they're with black people, they have to be act proper black. And then, you know, when they're with white people, they have to act proper white, etc. Whereas, you know, at the end of the day, you could just be yourself, man. Like it's okay to just be yourself. There's no, there's, 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 you don't have to try and be this thing you're not, man. And I think with music, I've just showcased that. And, uh, you know, I've definitely explored that as well, that, you know, I'm just this kid who started from YouTube, was a geeky nerd, didn't know how to talk to women. I was a virgin. I was just, you know, play games and I just enjoyed that. And then I put myself out there with Tinder. You know, that's how I met my girlfriend yeah. through Tinder. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm a normal guy. And I just, you know, I have a lot of things happening. You know, a lot of crazy things happen to me. But, you know, I just go through the motions and, I just, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm myself and I just tell it through music. I, I love it because the telling your own story and being yourself also allows for those traditional braggadocious hip-hop tracks because you have yeah. built fan bases of millions, you have made millions, you have n- n- knocked knocked motherfuckers out on, on yeah, <laughs> in, yeah. in a boxing ring and all shit like that. There's plenty there to also go, but... But by the way, you know what yeah. I mean. I'm, I'm I'm doing this shit, so yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it shows when I'm you know beating certain people, you know, numbers wise. Yeah, certain artists. It just shows that yeah, like I am putting in that work. Yeah. and I think yeah, I think that's probably one of the reasons why a lot of artists, especially you know rappers, don't want to drop on the same day as me when it comes to albums because they know how embarrassing it would be to lose to me. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I imagine. So that's why they're just staying clear of me. They realize, like, oh snap! Like, KSI is definitely a force to be reckoned with nowadays, and it's yeah. uh, 
through hard work, man, it got me to this point. So I feel it. And and like, how's it been getting the cosign kind of thing of people like Future, Twenty One Savage, Young Blood, Amory, even Craig David, all these collaborations and things like that. How's that feel as a kind of as part of your journey of going? Look, I'm not just. This isn't like a a one-off like this isn't mm. me going i'm a youtuber but i'm going to put an album out so i'm a rapper as well this yeah. is what i do um yeah it's it's it, it's been amazing to be honest you know you know being able to do a song with Craig david was huge yeah and uh to the point where you know like i've ha- i've had artists who want to work with me so i'm marie she was like i want to work with you let's do something together yeah how crazy is that yeah, like i never thought like I'll be in a situation where I've got these big artists that want to work with me, that want to make good music with me. And then, you know, they're popping off and being smashes and getting top tens left, right and center. So yeah, I think I'm in a really good space, you know, being co-signed by all these top artists and yeah, even, you know, having future in 21 Savage, like no one's done that yeah. in the UK. No yeah. one's doing that. Like no one's moving like I am. No one's doing the things that I'm doing. So it shows. Like again, it's 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 a beautiful thing. I always remember when uh, back when I was a, a rapping, we weren't really in in much of the UK scene, but we yeah. supported RZA at the O2 yeah, yeah, because yeah, RZA yeah. like they were into our like the, that crowd were into our stuff. We'd done a track with Daylight, all sorts of things like that. And I always remember doing that gig and l- looking out of the crowd and seeing so many of the faces from the UK hip-hop scene and mm. being like, right, well, there's a reason I'm up here opening f- for RZA. You know, th- th- y- you you might not get what I'm doing at the moment or get the yeah, angle we're going, yeah, but yeah. that's why we're doing yeah. something a bit different. We're trying not to just slot into that mm. the same world. So speaking of doing things different, can you explain the KSI show to me? Because okay. I've been reading about yeah, it and yeah. it sounds fucking bonkers a chance the rapper did a really good thing over christmas that was kind of a a a whole almost a live musical but it was a concert and all this so explain like what you're doing with it so it's i guess similar to that but i implement the whole youtube side of things yeah. so i implement youtube i implement the mainstream media i put that in uh, you know the whole online thing that i've been doing i put that in so it's like a bit of acting yeah. it's a bit of music it's a bit of you know you know a few skits here and there like it's all the world you know bringing all these worlds together and for people to watch as one huge piece of entertainment so it's not just music i don't just you know rap or sing the whole way through you know i am rapping and singing but there's parts where i'm sitting with a special guest and we're talking about certain things that have happened in my career or I'm talking about another thing with another per special guest. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not really allowed to say. No, too no, much, that's what's exciting about like, it. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I was like, explain it because I, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, it's, it sounds mad. There's so much yeah. going on there. So like, even having someone like Jonathan Ross, you know, there as like, why well, again? I don't want to say too much, but having there as a piece of like content yeah. uh, with me, and it's not anything to do with music. Yeah. It's just me talking to him but like in a, an acting type of style. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's like he's playing a role, I'm playing a role, and we're just creating this piece of content, which is just hilarious. And it's just bridging 
the worlds, the different worlds and bringing them together and bridging them all together. And I think that's what is so amazing about this thing because it's literally, it's like you can get someone who's like, I don't know, um, 40 plus, you know, with kids being able to watch this thing and be entertained as well as someone who, you know, as, as well as the kids, her kids being also entertained. It's like a, a family thing where, the kid will go, oh, I know such and such and such in this. But then even the mom or the dad will be like, oh, I know him and her yeah, from yeah, such yeah, and yeah. such. So it's literally bringing all the worlds together and just creating this amazing piece of content. And uh, yeah, it, 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 well, it cost me two plus million to do production wise, but it was worth it, man. Well, yeah, we really went ham with it. And uh yeah, I'm excited for people to enjoy it. I love it. I love it. Has has the 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 crossing over the worlds been a focus in recent years? Because we've seen things like celebrity stand up to cancer bake off. Mm. Um, we've seen celebrity Gogglebox and things like mm. that. And Gogglebox is a is a funny one, but, but because I was thinking, I've had a few mates who've been asked on that or gone on that and have been a bit nervous because, like, I don't know if I'm going to have interesting things to say just sitting there watching TV or whatever. But as mm. someone who comes from the YouTube world, you, you must have felt quite comfortable with that, right? Because you're yeah, used yeah, to it, just it, talking, <laughs> engaging, describing. Yeah, it was pretty opinions. easy, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's, yeah, it seems yeah. that it's an easy, uh, that's the perfect transition to mainstream media. Exactly. Go, oh, what, I'm so, watching stuff and talking about it. Yeah, I've, I've done that. I've been doing I've got that some experience. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it just made, it, it made sense. Like, it was a perfect fit, whereas... With uh, Celebrity Gogglebox, you know, it's something I haven't done before, like cooking in yeah. front of cameras. But, yeah. you know, again, like, I've been in front of cameras, so I don't feel uncomfortable. And Oh, you were 100% comfortable with some of the terrible uh, yeah. bacon that you were doing at points. Very <laughs> yeah, too comfortable. That's, that'll do, that'll do. That's all good. I love yeah. it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I've always been in, interested in, you know, doing stuff in the mainstream. And, you know, it, I don't know, I feel like... The world's a big place and yeah, I, I don't have an ego. I don't think you know, everything is just online and you know, everyone in the world knows who I am. I feel like it makes sense to do stuff like, you know, go on your podcast or doing stuff for newspapers or, yeah, yeah. you know, going on TV or doing stuff for um, MTV or doing stuff for online, doing stuff for all these other different platforms, all these other different industries, you know, I think, you know, being able to just bounce around and, you know, be entertaining for all of these platforms, I think it's important. And I think it's important being, showing that I'm adaptable and showing that I can really do it all. And it shows, you know, that's what I call the album all over the place because, you know, I want to be all over the place. I want to be this person that, you know, everyone goes, oh, KSI is a household name and, you know, he's worked his way to reach the top. You know, you start out as this random kid on YouTube and now he's this household name that does it all. And, you know, I want to push that to my audience and show everyone that, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. You know, I always tell people I'm not talented. And I, you know, to this day, I am not talented. I've just worked hard to get to this point. And, you know, I always said that my brother always had all the talent uh, and hardly any of the hard work because (laughs) you know he was he always smashed it in athletics he was always the fastest kid in school and you know he was always like quite bright etc and then he kind of just didn't really work on it he kind of just he just thought oh okay I'm just 
the best and I don't need to work. Whereas for me, I, you know, I didn't, I never really saw myself as the person I was really good. I was, I was, I was in like the C or D team when it came to football, uh, the B team when it came to rugby, but that's just because they just put me as a prop and, uh, they, I was just a guy to get in the way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was just, yeah, I wasn't really, you know, I didn't really have much going for me. I was just an average student. So, you know, I kind of found this lane with the whole YouTube thing and I was like, okay, I want to just work hard. I enjoy it and I want to just work hard, push it, push it, push it, keep going, see how far I can push it. And now I'm here and, you know, I'm still pushing it, seeing how far I can go. And, uh, you know, eventually then when I feel like I want to stop, I'll stop and settle down and have kids and a family and just relax and have, you know, make time for them. But, uh, yeah, for me, I think, uh, I'm in I'm in a space that yeah I I'm a role model right now and I really want to show everyone that anyone can do it yeah. simple as that and you know it's it's not like I'm lying you can literally see where I started from on yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. you can literally go all the way to the oldest video on my YouTube channel and go oh wow look how he sounds or listen to how he sounds look how he looks he, you know you wouldn't look at that person and go, oh, he's going to be a star. <laughs> yeah. Or, I at mean, all. Speaking of all that then, before I start start to wrap things up, you spoke about, yeah, you can look all the way back and you spoke about adaptability. One of the interesting things of the YouTube generation, the social media generation of stars is you're putting out so much content and you're engaging mm. so much. There's going to be things that you get wrong and you mm. fuck up and that you're oh, yeah. ashamed of or need okay, to apologize of course. for yep. <laughs> and things like that. And YouTube has had, and I've, I've liked what I've seen when you've had, when you've been called out on stuff, you've been quite mm. happy to go, Oh no. Yeah. I fucked up there. Like I'm, I, oh, yeah. I didn't mean to, like you mentioned your brother early. Obviously you had a falling yeah. out with your, your brother at one point and there was all sorts of stuff there. Do you think that's an important part as, as you said, a role model well, to go, I, I, right, I, I'm going to get shit wrong and I'm going to, I'm sorry for that, but I'm growing well, exactly. in front of your eyes. I'm growing well, in, the, in the limelight. That I'm human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it shows I'm not this robot that is just perfect. Like, I don't know. I think that's what makes, I don't know, that just makes me a lot more, what's the, relatable. Yeah. yeah because yeah, yeah. they know, you know, like everyone fucks up (laughs) everyone makes mistakes but then to be able to learn from that and to be a better person that that you know takes a lot and it it makes people go wow like if he can do it i can do it you know i you know i imagine people listening to this will go yeah i fucked up several times and you know they think oh that's it it's done you can never you know progress but no it's that's definitely not it unless you obviously kill someone or do, yeah. um, you know. Depends on the fuck up. Depends on the level yeah, of the fuck up. Yeah, depends on the fuck still. up. Yeah, yeah. If it's, if it's a really bad fuck up, yeah. But like, <laughs> if it's like, oh, you said a certain word that yeah. was okay in, in, a, in a different time, but isn't okay now. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. You can apologize for it and move on and be a better person. Or, you know, if you piss someone off and, you know, you realize, oh, you know what? I shouldn't have done all those type of videos. I've improved as a person and now, you know, I'm all about empowering people, et cetera. Yeah. Then that's, it shows that there's, there's a progress in the person. And that's why I feel like, you know, a lot of these YouTubers can't really be canceled. Like, you know, you always get all these people saying, Oh, cancel culture. 
is, um, you know, once you get cancer, that's it, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. But I don't think you can. I feel like with someone like me, you know, I've definitely been cancelled a few times in my career, but I've always shown that I've always progressed. Yeah. I've always evolved as a person. Evolved, that's it. If I just stayed the same and didn't do anything, then yeah, maybe I will maintain being cancelled and it shows and, you know, I won't progress in my career and, you know, my audience will start dwindling because of it. Whereas, you know, that's just not been the case. I've just been a person that has improved every time and, you know, I fuck up. All right, cool. I've learned from my mistake and I make sure not to do that again. And I just keep doing that over and over and over again to the point, to the part where, you know, I become a true role model. And I think that's, I think that's why people are, are so obsessed with my journey and so engaged with it because it's just authentic. It's real. It's not this perfect thing where I'm just the best at everything and that's just it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Like I, it's been a journey. It's a proper it's been journey. Up and down, up and down. But now it's like we're we're here celebrating. So I can't stop thinking about the idea of 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 your. You, I'm sitting at home and one of my boys comes in and is like, oh, I, f- I fucked up today. You're like, what'd you do? Oh, I murdered someone. Right, that's not a fuck up. That's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's murder. I, I can't believe yeah, we yeah. kind of both put murder and sort of like, that's, that's a fuck up. It's, it's bigger. But um, or, or, or to wrap things up, because um, I appreciate you giving a, a, your time today. You you also spoke oh, about right. you want to be everywhere and looking at that on a on a real literal level, lockdowns and whatnot are starting to be lifted and you've got festivals lined up you've got tours lined up how are you on the live side of thing have you 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 done a lot of that have you done a lot of festivals because again there's such a difference in festival crowds to your own crowd and i love them them both i think the variation is amazing but yeah what's the the all the thoughts and plans there yes i've never done a festival before yeah I've never done any festival. So I was meant to do a festival last year, obviously, but then the COVID, blah, blah, blah. So this, this year will be the first time I've ever done a festival. So that's going to be quite wild. I think you'll but- love it because they're, they are a different kind of work. And from what you're yeah. speaking of with training and with other things, you like being put under that pressure. It's kind of nice yeah. at points <laughs> when it's yeah. not just easy. And, yeah. and at times, if it's your own gig, there's a point where it's quite easy because all these people yeah. are there. They're already your fans. They're there to see you. You just yeah, come out, so. you do your thing. Everyone goes crazy. Yeah. Whereas a festival, at points, there's going to be people who aren't there to see you. There's going to be people who yeah. don't know who you are. There's going to be people who exactly. don't like you. And you have yeah. to go there and go, no, look, here's why I'm here. Convince them, look, this is what I'm about. So I think I'm really excited to see that. And I'm really excited to, you know, go out on stage and just embrace that, that energy and see what it's truly like man yeah love it. and me and bizzle had an era of summers where we were doing the festival season together mm. and we were on every festival t- t- together as the kind of yeah here's some rap but it's all right you're going to enjoy it kind of thing yeah, and it was just yeah. amazing to see what he did and what we did with just winning over crowd after crowd so yeah it's nice. exciting and how about your it's... actual tours have you got big plans for your yeah, actual yeah, show I've, obviously I've, you've got yeah. some huge venues some huge yeah, things yeah. going so on. So I've got Wembley Arena, yeah, which is mad. Like to even have that sold out is ridiculous. It's insane, and right? Then, and then having you know tours just all across the UK, yeah, man. And hopefully getting a Euro- European tour sorted as well, yeah, man. There's 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 a lot there's a lot planned, and then what to fit in a fight in between that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's 
it's a lot, but you know, again, I have a schedule and I managed to, you know, balance everything out. So that's why I'm able to do it. I swear if you, if you do it right, tour fitness can be some of the best fitness you ever have. Cause you're oh, doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're doing that. 60 to 90 minutes of cardio exactly. every night on yeah, stage yeah, and there literally. is there's movement there's breathing yeah, there's everything yeah, so yeah yeah it's it could all come incredible. together perfectly well thank you very much for your time man it's been a pleasure no, it's flown no, by pleasure is all mine man <laughs> nice one i'll uh i'll press stop there on the recording You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There we go. That was KSI. Now, honestly, tell me, of the regular listeners, who went in with one opinion of KSI and came out of a different one? I said, I, I went in not knowing what to expect. I can't even say I particularly had an opinion. I just wasn't sure what to expect, I guess. And I was really pleased with what I was presented with. He's a good lad. I'm going to sling you a little bonus episode on Friday you know, I'm going to do a couple of bonus episodes in the, the coming week as a little treat for you. But um, I'll tell you more about that on Friday. For now, this has been episode 395 of the Distraction Pieces podcast with the wonderful KSI. Stay safe and stay sane. Ta-ta. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus.